You're listening to the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. It is uh, Missionary Monday. It is Missionary Monday. <laughs> and excited to share the story of uh, 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 one of our missionaries who's been who has been serving in the Czech Republic, and uh, get to learn more about her. Sarah Harms in studio with us today. Sarah, two Sarahs. I'm outnumbered. <laughs> I know. Finally, <laughs> and we both have an H. We've been planning it all along. Right? That's right. To to take so over there. the studio. I mean, sure, and most of the world. So you know. <laughs> Glad to have you here today. We always love sharing the stories of uh, missionaries and and those who have uh, been serving uh, around the world, serving the Lord in in various ways, whether it's um, through preaching or teaching or leading volunteers, organizing volunteers, educating, teaching English as a second language. So what ways um, have you been given to serve uh, serving in the Czech Republic? Yeah, so for the last couple of years, I was serving over there, uh, working with the Lutheran Czech Church, and we were primarily doing church planting. And so what that looks like is a lot of community outreach, a lot of connecting with local congregations, um, getting ministries and Bible studies and youth groups started. So a big part of my job was actually going to high schools and teaching English kind of by day and then doing kind of youth ministry by night, um, which, you know, doesn't leave a lot of time for things like sleeping and eating, but who needs those <laughs> things? <laughs> um, yeah, so I would teach at a couple different high schools and connect with the youth. And then we had uh, like an English talk group ministry that looks something like, like an American youth group where we go and we have... Um, uh, uh, some kind of a gospel presentation. We play games. We have uh, devotions, and we also have uh, an English segment for kids who are there to kind of help improve their English. And then the goal is to be able to connect those kids with the local church body. Yeah. Uh, what was it like uh, teaching young people um, about about Jesus, about the gospel? Uh, was it something that they were familiar with, or was this just a, a totally new concept to them? Um, it really depended on the kid, mm -hmm. depended on the, the town or the village. Um, historically, that area has had a lot of different people uh, kind of oppressing it. And for many, many years, they were under uh, communism. And mm -hmm. so for a lot of the older generations, they don't want to talk about religion. They don't want to talk about Christ or Christianity. Younger people, they're usually a bit more open. They don't tend to have a lot, uh, at least in my experience, don't have a lot of kind of preset opinions about things. They see churches, but it's much more of kind of a historical, almost like this is a museum. This is something that's a part of our past. Mm -hmm. So really bringing Christ to them and, you know, kind of bringing the gospel to life in a sense is something that was really cool to see. Um, going over there, especially working as a single woman was really strange for them, mm -hmm. um, especially out in more kind of remote towns. Um, I had a lot of young girls who would ask me things like, well, well, why are you here and why aren't you living with your family somewhere? And, you know, what's so important about you being here, which really then opened doorways to do a lot of, you know, mentorship and talk to people about Christ and explain the importance of that. And so that was something that was really cool for me to see in a kind of unexpected way that I was able to serve that I was great. Yeah. <laughs> What are some other things that you learned about uh, the Czech culture while you were there that was... Um that that was new to you or, or you know things that, that um, you learned more about them that helped you grow so that you could relate to them as well? Um, I think the Czech people 
we, there's kind of this this saying that was developed. I mean, not by me by any means, but <laughs> that people would talk about how the <laughs> that the Czechs are like coconuts and the Americans are like peaches. And what they meant by that <laughs> was that Americans tend to be very friendly and outgoing and kind of like this sweet, fluffy outer exterior. And once you get through all of that, you get to like the core and the pit of like the, the really, you know, the things that they hold near and dear and principles and things like that. But then the Czechs on the outside, they're very rough and tough and it takes a lot of work to get down into the inside and in, into like the soft, you know, kind, um, compassionate parts. Mm -hmm. And I found that really to be true um, in the sense that you get to know people and at first you feel like, man, everyone here hates me, you know, but it's really not the case. They just have a very different way of presenting themselves than Americans do. But once you kind of get through that hard exterior and you get to know them, you're really honestly going to have a friend for life that's going to do anything for you. Um, and really being able to connect with them in that way was really awesome. But yeah, it's definitely a, an opposites when it comes to two cultures. So it's hard to kind of get in there and realize for them to realize that you're sincere because you seem to be just as friendly to everyone. Mm -hmm. But then it's hard for you to see that people do actually care about you. It's just going to take longer to get to that point. So I think that's something that that was a huge learning curve for me. <laughs> how did affect, how did that affect um, how you were able to, to build relationships with people? <laughs> um, at first, there was a lot of uh, kind of the American smile and nod <laughs> where you're like, all right, I'll just, I'll kill him with kindness. <laughs> you know, and you just think, it's maybe I'm, you know, doing something to offend them. I don't know. Um, uh, working with them, something that I found out after a while, after some <laughs> kind person told me, was that, you know, you'll have like a meeting that's like at a scheduled time, but then afterwards, and you, like, you feel like nothing happened in that meeting, and you're like, why did I come here? What, what am I doing? And then people will say things like, you know, okay, well, you know, if you want, we're all going to go out for, for lunch and you can come. And here I'm thinking kind of this, this American mentality of I've got to accomplish, you know, 100 things today, so I'm going to head out, see you next time. And I wouldn't stay for these things like the afterwards coffee or I wouldn't go out for lunch or whatever, thinking it was just like that's something for them and not me. And then finally someone told me, <laughs> and checks are wondrously blunt. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, everyone thinks that you hate them. And I was like, what? Like, all I do is smile and be nice. And they're like, well, you never come to anything. And so basically there's the meeting and then there's the real meeting where the actual business happens over, you know, lunch or a drink or coffee or whatever. <laughs> and so once they told me, you really need to start coming to these things, people thought like, oh, now she's finally giving us the time of day. And so learning little things like that mm -hmm. seems small, but they made a world of difference. You know, if someone invites you for lunch, you don't stay for an hour. You stay all night. <laughs> and, you know, it's, you just really have to adjust your idea of time and how much you're going to, quote unquote, accomplish that day, you know. And, and so those things really helped in kind of getting down and 
get to know them. Yeah, it makes it makes a big difference when you understand uh, the culture around you. But Definitely. it can it it it, uh, it can be a, a very steep learning curve mm-hmm. <laughs> to, to just to get outside of your of your own worldview and your own uh, lenses that that you see everything in and just understand everything from other people's points of view. Right. There's a good portion where you feel like you took off your glasses and you're just blind. Right, <laughs> you know, right, right. no one has handed you a new set of glasses. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So, so you worked with, um, with high school students. Uh, you mentioned, uh, Bible camps as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what, what were those like working with, uh, working with kids? Yeah. So the summers are pretty much just camp <laughs> from start to finish um kind of you're on the job 24 hours a day which is great but also exhausting um and and it usually that looks like uh an english camp is something like an american vacation bible school except that there's also the focus on english so a lot of times we have a short term team come in from the states and they'll work with um the locals and put on put on a camp and it's a day camp for the kids usually it'll go up through sometimes through high school but usually not there's only usually a couple kids that are um in that age age range um but yeah you'll have your different parts of the day so you have like your opening worship and you have um english lessons and you have bible lessons and you have music uh free time and snacks and all of that <laughs> stuff um as the the hosting people as the missionaries there's a lot of kind of behind the scenes work that happens and when the short-term teams come then you have orientation with them for a couple of days let them kind of see the sites and get adjusted to the time zone and everything and then um usually you go or myself and other missionaries will then visit all of the camps so you're kind of driving cross country to check in on each of the camps, put out any fires, help them with anything, support them, encourage them, especially middle of the week, they're getting tired. Um, And then once the camps wrap up, then you have um, like a debriefing with them and you send them on the planes and then you turn around and do it all over again with the next (laughs) set that comes. But it's great. And um, this past summer was really busy, but it was it was awesome. We have just a little bit of time left, just a couple of minutes. Uh, the question, that, the, the million-dollar question we ask, I think, every missionary that <laughs> yep, comes through, um, you, you learn about the language, you learn the language, you learn many of the the, um, the, the customs and, and learn about the culture. And one significant part of the culture is the food. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yep. What was your the highlight of the food that, that you loved and what was uh, uh, you were a little bit slower to adopt? <laughs> Well, um, I'll, I think I'll start with the second. Uh, the food is very uh, hearty. <laughs> it's very, very filling. You know, there's a lot of like goulash and uh, bread and dumplings and and stews, and it's it's very heavy. Um, but you do so much walking <laughs> that you know you kind of feel less guilty eating it. <laughs> um, but the uh, yeah, in the, in the winter, I'd say it's good winter food. You know, I feel like it keeps you warm. In the summer, it feels really heavy, um, and they eat a lot. And they eat their biggest meal in the middle of the day, and it lasts forever. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that was something that was a kind of a big adjustment for me. Um, not as many vegetables as I think are in our diet, surprisingly. So there'll be, like, pea soup or something, but you're not going to have, like, a side of mixed vegetables or something like that. Hmm. Um, something that was nice is they have like coffee and cake like like every day Ooh. yeah and it, it's not like a super rich cake but you know like a, a a less sweet kind of just accent to the coffee and i'm a huge coffee drinker so yes. so that was like a great time to like sit and visit with people and and share different kinds of cakes they have so many different words 
for cake in Czech, and they thought it was really weird that we only have cake. <laughs> <laughs> so like, so what kind of cake? I'm like, I don't know, it's cake. <laughs> um, yeah, but but meal times are a huge thing in their culture, and I really appreciated that and um, learned to appreciate the meal and not just kind of okay, eating is something I have to do before I get to the next thing. It's really a good time to sit and visit with people. My my. Very limited exposure to Czech culture comes from uh, my years in Texas, where there's a huge <laughs> Czech Naturally. Yes. So, yeah, that, that's where uh, my understanding. So, I, it sounds like you learned a lot while you were there and, uh, and, and were able to serve in many ways and have a new assignment. Uh, your time in Czech Republic is coming to a close. You'll be serving in, in uh, Eastern Europe, mm -hmm. uh, doing maybe some teaching as well. Yep, yep. A lot of teaching, a lot of work um, doing stuff with the Pregnancy Resource Center, Ooh. working with uh, young women who are former orphans, um, a lot of creating and implementing youth work. So there's a lot of stuff coming up. I'm really excited about it. Oh, yeah. Um, well, thank you so much for being our guest on the Coffee Hour today. Thanks Sarah Harms, serving the Lord in the Czech Republic. Thanks for being our guest on the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. Coffee Hour with Andy and Sarah is a production of KFUO. To support the Coffee Hour and KFUO Radio, visit KFUO.org. You can also text KFUO to 41444 or send an email to gifts at KFUO.org. And you can call us at 800-844-0524. KFUO. Christ for you anytime, anywhere.